What's up, brothers and sisters? Hope you guys have been enjoying yourselves for the first half of 2018. I've been vacationing and taking time to be inspired and to enjoy myself. I hope you have been as well. You know, this whole imposter syndrome phenomenon where you tell yourself that you're not who it is that you truly are has been fucking with me forever, forever, since like birth. And I don't think it's ever going to go away. It's just something I have to push through, which leads me to this episode. So I've been, you know, to simplify it, procrastinating against myself with a plethora of topics that I have recorded over the past, I want to say, four or five months. I've either felt like they are too radical, that they are not good enough, that they are very one-sided, that the opinion is going to be misconstrued, that it's going to be judged harshly, that I'm going to ruin whatever small amount of coins I have in the reputation piggy bank right now. You know, I've been so concerned and nitpicking every single thing that I have literally been too afraid to move. And so today I said, you know, I'm going to just listen back to some of this stuff that I have. And I have it everywhere. I have it on my external drive. I have it on my laptop. I have it on my phone. I have them everywhere. And I just decided to just pick one because I always randomly title them something very vague. I never know what's inside of the episode until I open it. Kind of like probably how you guys open these episodes. You don't know what the fuck the episode is going to be because the title is something hella weird and buried in the middle of the episode. I guess I just have a knack for doing that. Regardless, this episode that you're going to listen to today was recorded on December 11th, 2017. So a little bit over six months ago, and I think it's worth noting that sometimes you encourage yourself in advance. This episode is much more an encouragement for me, and it's something that has that I say all the time to my friends that I've said at least once on these episodes. But I think it's important to put it out because in its most raw, pure, unedited form, which is how you're getting it today, I'm not cutting anything out. It's just 16 minutes of pure me talking about where I was December 11th in 2017. And it's important to note that at that point in time, things were a lot different than they are today on July 9th, 2018. In December of 2017, and I say it in the episode, your girl was living a pretty nice high. I was on a pretty 
good high of everything in life. Job, family, community, connection, passion, purpose, drive. I was on top of everything. And not even a month and seven days later, I lost my job. I completely withdrew from the world. I was depressed. I didn't know what to do. I fell into basically the lowest low that I've ever experienced in my life. And giving myself the motivation to crawl out of that was so hard. Getting out of that in itself was a triumph for me. Coming back to this on top of whatever the fuck was happening in my life at that point in time seemed insurmountable, but somehow I ended up putting up a few episodes. But even being here scares me sometimes. It's just how it works, I guess. The theme of this episode is insecurities. The feeling of not being secure. Specifically, these feelings that come from within that tell you that you are not good enough. We all have them. They're different for all of us. But in order to get to your next level, you have to be willing to jump over them with love and compassion and with understanding that your insecurities do not define you. They only propel you. And when you confront them and you get ready to jump over them, you get to add them into your toolbox. So... No matter where you're at right now in your journey, because growth is non-linear, you will always have a low, you will always have a high. They come right after each other. How long they last is up to us and it's up to the lessons we have to learn. But no matter where you're at in your non-linear progression, I hope that hearing the motivation that I unknowingly gave to myself seven months ago helps you, either helps fuel you out of your low or helps keep you in that high spot and keep you on track and focused and aware that the only way that you're going to get to success is if you continue to show up for yourself and figure out what that looks like. So, enough rambling at the front part of this. I hope you guys enjoy this. I am going to listen to this on repeat so that I can put out some of these scarier episodes that I really, really, really am so afraid to put out, but they have to happen or else they would have never came out of my mouth. So, onward to the episode. I look forward to talking to you soon. I know that you are having the greatest life of all time, and I love you.
Sometimes our thoughts are backed by so much insecurity that they create lies we believe. Unknown. You know, one of the reasons why I stepped back from doing the podcast back in the summertime is because I was exploring opportunities with music. I was exploring opportunities with my voice. And I may or may not have touched on this before, you know, the story will always be the same. So just quickly, I've had an insecurity with my voice based on an agreement I made with someone else's opinion of my voice since a very young age. So I stopped singing, you know, even in the car with certain people, I would like not sing at all. You had to be really close to me to ever hear me sing. I would sing in church you know, in a Catholic church, just singing those Catholic church hymns. And that was really the extent of it. And my little brother told us that he was going to propose to his girlfriend back in March. And once he did, I got this overwhelming feeling and God was basically saying to me, if this is the opportunity that needed to happen for you to explore the vocal talent I gave you, then let this be it. So I decided I'm going to start singing. I'm going to sing at my brother's wedding because my brother's always been the number one supporter in my life. Even when people told me like I couldn't sing or you know, kept reaffirming my insecurities about my voice. My brother would always be there to back me up and be like, no, don't listen to them. It's not true. You are the best. I love your voice. You can really sing. So I thought, what a great way to honor my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. And also, I get to explore something that I didn't know anything about. Got to go on a new adventure, so I started taking vocal lessons, sang at his wedding, you know, battled a lot of those insecurities in preparing for his wedding. I can't tell you how many tears, how many arguments, how many, you know, just feelings of frustration came along at the beginning of me trying to figure out this gift and getting out of my own way. But it happened, at least good enough for me to get out of my way to sing in front of a room of people and my family and my brother for his wedding. Scariest shit ever. Scariest shit of my life. Never been so scared. Did it happen. It was great. Everybody was amazed. I was amazed. I couldn't believe that A, I remembered all of the words. B, I only cracked once. And C, I remembered to breathe, which is quintessential to singing, right? You gotta remember to breathe. I was so damn nervous. At the same time that I was doing that, however, I was presented with another opportunity to use my voice through one of my vocal coach's other students. I was invited to be in a musical, sight unseen, unheard. I don't know if they exactly knew what they were getting themselves into when they were like, hey, you can come and be at rehearsal with us. It's this Wednesday. Just show up with a pencil and some water and be ready to work. 
I've always been musical. I played the flute when I was super young. Um, know how to read music. Like, I'm familiar with pitch, but I've never, ever, 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 ever sang with a piece of music in front of me. For my brother's wedding, I just had a piece that I imitated, tweaked my voice a little bit with. This was like real deal. Here is a book with musical notes in it and words and figure out how to read this because it's totally the same as playing an instrument but different because now you have to know what the real pitch is and emulate it with your voice so intimidated I swear for the first like three weeks and we only had eight weeks of rehearsal the for the first three weeks of those musical rehearsals I was so quiet I was like a mouse I was like man really not trying to sing this part can't find the harmony because I was not the melody so then I'm trying to figure out where my piece is in the middle of all these other moving pieces I was so frustrated I was so frustrated I called my little sister who is a grand age of like 14 to help me out I'm like sis how do I do this how do I do musical things I want to quit I'm sad make me better and she's like First of all, suck it up. Get over yourself. Everybody feels overwhelmed at the beginning. You're learning. I'm proud of you. Keep going. Kept going. The musical was awesome. It was great. I'm a freaking stellar dancer. I've always told myself this lie since I was a cheerleader in high school and I was like the whitest black girl on the cheer team. You know, I've always told myself this lie that I couldn't dance. Because I wasn't trying to dance because people kept telling me that I couldn't dance. So I was like, fuck it. I can't dance. I'm going to believe them. I went to this musical and I was frustrated at first and those insecurities started to bubble up. You know, back in high school and people said I couldn't dance. And I would be in front of those pep rallies and oh my gosh, I can't dance. I can't dance. I can't dance. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Fear doesn't have any place here. This is a new experience. And I danced and I danced very well. Same thing with singing. I was inside of that choir and I was like oh my god I can't do this I don't know what I'm doing and I said fuck that you do know what you're doing study and go home and practice with the recordings and you can be bomb and I did and I was bomb and it was great and I left everything to the last few performances of that musical and it's one of the best choices I've ever ever made it was brought to me by God and I answered the call showed up did what I had to do got out of my own way now I'm in a choir Again, something that I've never done before, blending with other people, having that frustration at the beginning, that insecurity, what am I doing here? I'm not good enough to be here. Got out of my way and performed my first quartet last Sunday. And it was awesome and I killed it and it was beautiful and it was magnificent. But I had to show up for myself, I had to practice and I had to get out of my own way. And I've realized that even with the circle of indigos, I let insecurities get in my way. You know, this is a this is a type of show and it's harnessing certain topics that are hot right now, like spirituality and oneness and interconnectedness and being aware of your spirit and essential oils and do yoga and meditate for 85 hours a week. You know, I get it. This fear is overwhelmed with the same type of concepts and ideas. And because I'm only 23, and because I'm not like some super spiritual 
guru and I'm not like an ascended master and I'm not a yogi and I'm not all of these things that I thought I wanted this podcast to be. I completely left it alone because I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even have any focus. What's the focus? So even now as I'm doing this, I'm like having to show up for myself, practice and get out of my own way to even record this episode for you right now. You know, insecurities will eat you alive if you let them. Your insecurities will eat you alive before anybody else has a chance to sharpen a sword to put against you. You will destroy yourself with your insecurities, brothers and sisters. You will. If you don't get a hold on them and see them for what they are. It's funny because we have insecurities about literally our greatest strengths. The people closest to me are like, how are you insecure about putting out a podcast when everything that comes out of your mouth, people hang on to every word in real life? Why would you in this virtual world feel insecure about that? Why would you feel insecure about singing with other people when when you're singing by yourself in your room like... People clap for you on the other side of your apartment wall. Why would you feel insecure about that? Why would you feel not good enough to be here? Why would you feel not beautiful enough to be yourself and to openly express yourself through color, through clothing, through makeup, whatever? Why do you feel like you have to play small to appease your insecurities that are going to keep you small? And I can answer this for myself, and I think it might translate to some of you, and I've said it before, we're afraid to be great. When you let your insecurities win, you are allowing the narrative that says, I am not everything that I am, to run your life because you're uncomfortable with what it means to step into your greatness. When you decide you want to be great, you have to do work. You have to practice. You have to show up for yourself. And you're afraid to do those things because it means maybe you can't sleep in all the time. Maybe it means you have to get up and go work out so you can get your creative juices flowing. Maybe it means you have to leave the confines of your home and let Netflix sit on the couch. Maybe it means you have to get rid of those friends that keep telling you you're not good enough. Maybe it means that you have to stop listening to that music that makes you feel like death and depression. Maybe all of those things have to change to get you to where you need to be to elevate into who you truly are. But your insecurities are a comfortable blanket for you to sit in. So you let them tell your story. You let your trauma tell your story. Because as long as those things tell your story, you don't have to do anything because you're not accountable for your life. Nope. You don't have to be accountable when you let trauma tell the story for you. Because that's where insecurities come from. They all come from trauma. But how are you ever going to know what the best life for you looks like if you're going to continue to sit on your ass and make excuses for why you can't show up for yourself, why you can't work hard for yourself? Sisters, 
You'll work hard for that man that's sitting on the couch out there. Mm-hmm. The one that's sitting on your couch right now while you listen to this episode. You probably cooking dinner, bending over backwards. He's watching ESPN, playing on his phone. You'll bend over backwards to please him, but when it comes to following your dream, you're going to put that on the back burner. What happens if he leaves? What happens if he dies? What happens to your life 30 years down the road? You've invested nothing. Now you just have kids and a marriage to show for it, which are beautiful things. Don't get me wrong. But is that all your life is purpose to be? Brothers, you'll spend all your time. I mean, let's be real. You'll spend all your time really trying to fashion yourself to find the best looking girl. You'll go to the club for her. You'll get a haircut for her. You'll go buy the newest shoes. You'll stay up on all the latest trends. You'll listen to the hottest music. You'll work your ass off to get the newest car or something so that you can impress this girl. Or you'll put all your time and energy into your friends who are using your energy to level up. And then once your friends level up and you're like, dang, why didn't you wait for me? And they're like, why would I wait for you? Well, you could have came with me. You sitting there looking stupid. Because you didn't take any of that energy and spend it on yourself. And now here you are sitting in this toxic relationship that's built on the foundations of your material wealth or projected material wealth. Surrounded by toxic friends. I don't know what the situation could be. The possibilities are endless when you let trauma tell the story. And there's good news and bad news to deciding when you're going to start taking accountability for your life. The good news is when you start taking accountability for your life, you start to see the patterns that evolve in your life that make you choose in a certain way, that have made you choose in a certain way in the past. When you're accountable, you start to say, hmm, not that one. That one's not going to elevate me. The bad news is when you start taking accountability for your life, things come back for you to reevaluate. It's not really bad news. Sometimes you just have to learn things a different way. And you'll be fine. You'll always be protected regardless, but... Accountability is key in you elevating into your highest self. And it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, don't let me fool you. Your girl is out here thriving or whatever's having the greatest life of all time right now. But I still struggle with stuff all the time. My biggest struggle right now, emoting. I'll get to that in another episode. Emoting and being honest about what I feel and effectively communicating that. Thankfully, I have a great support system that allows me to do so without judgment. Twenty seventeen 
is the year of one and it's almost done. 2017 was the time for us to start building foundations and to start clearing room so that these new foundations that are being built for this new nine year cycle can really rest on something solid. And I hope, I hope that either by choice or by force, your 2017 has been made very clear as to what it is you need to be focusing on for the next nine years. But step one, ground zero, get out of your own way so that these foundations can start to be made apparent in your life. Your insecurity will ruin you before anybody has a chance to sabotage you, period. And I love you too much to allow you to continue to do it. So with these next 15 days that we have left in the year, or I don't know, however many days we have left when I put this out, get to it. Full force it. One of my favorite quotes. It's a Buddhist quote. Buddha says, the problem is you think you have time. When all you really have is here. Now. This second. Sure, you may assume you have another second. And you might, in fact, have another second. But what is true, and what will always be true, is that right here, this second, this moment, is all you have. So let's make it count. Get out your own way. Show up for yourself. Love yourself enough to say, I want to be who it is that I truly am at my essence. Let's do it quickly, please, so we can start building a new world. This world is pretty fucked up. So help us, help you, help me, help everyone, help the kids, save the animals, save the trees. Whatever it is you do it for, do it for somebody. Do it for the vine, because vine is not going to do it. I love you. Talk to you soon.